Southern Vanguard Radio. This is DJ John Doe, and to the left of me is my man. Woo! Hundred proof Chino. Cappuccino me. Shouts out to Billy Northern. <laughs> we thank you, man. We drinking hey, some serious tonight. Look, you know, I knew that A three C show was off to a good start. When that guy walks up to the to the to the to the DJ booth or whatever you want to call it and hands me hands me twenty five bucks and he's like, Man, go get you a bottle, man. You deserve it after the night. <laughs> it's crazy. That's crazy. So, That's just how so, epic the night was. It was. It was. That just you know, I didn't really think about that until now, but that was really like I knew that the shit was gonna be wild that night. Yeah. When it started off like that. You can't beat that. Yeah, man. So peace to my man Billy. Yo, I mean, yo, that guy's got an ill story too, you know, because I actually at one point toyed with the idea of taking the down of, of, of disabling the downloads for the SoundCloud on the SoundCloud page. Okay. Just because not many people do it and you know Yeah, we at, we get about four per yeah, episode. Yeah, but you know what? He's he's one of the ones every time. And every I, and, time. I, and I'll tell you why I'm not going to do it. This guy actually drives a truck for Walmart. Yeah. And because he drives a truck, he can't use his cell phone. So okay. every week he downloads the the um the the mix and the interview session yeah. onto a USB key. Okay. And he can play that in his truck. So he, so for all y'all that love the downloads out there for the for the for the show every hey week, man, that's dedication. Right that's there, real man. shit. You know that's what I mean? Shit. That touched me a little bit. Again, shouts out yeah. to you and thank you for this uh, this ten year uh, bottled and bond straight Kentucky bourbon Whew. that we are sipping on right man, now. Thank you so it much. Is beautiful too, Billy. You are the man. Yes, sir. All right, Mix. How are you, man? I'm all right, man. Uh, long week. Uh, you were in my hood on on uh, on Saturday, I was, man. All day. Yeah, All man. day long, man, and and broke out to come see my favorite lineman, number fifty, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, play for <laughs> Marietta Middle. The whole game, he does not come out of the game at all. <laughs> Plays both sides of the ball. He is a baller. <laughs> I told you, people Shots don't out believe the Rose, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, he had a couple sacks. Actually, after you left, left mm-hmm. he had a couple of clean sacks. Really? Yeah, man, he was crushing it on That's Saturday. Man, I'm proud of him. That's so, what's uh, up. Yeah, man, they they're gonna find are gonna find themselves in the playoffs. I think. Here All in a good. Of weeks, so we'll All see. good. But yeah, that's why I was out there. The girls smashed the, it, right? Yeah, we was in the playoffs, finished in the top four. So we got a we yes, got a sir. game next Saturday. Uh, st- I'm gonna be out this way again, Kennesaw Mountain. Oh, high. are you? Okay. Yeah. All right. Eleven a.m. next week. Yeah, next weekend, oh, next shit, Saturday. All right. All right. I need to come by and see your girls play because I hadn't seen them play yeah, yet. Yeah, if you got time, man, come all through. Right. Come or your through. girl, I guess, if yeah, you weren't playing now. Yeah, all of them ain't my girls. Oh. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have them. <laughs> you wouldn't have them. I wouldn't have some of them. <laughs> Jesus, no. Oh, Lord. All right, cool. Woo. All right, well, good for you, man. Yeah, man. Uh, so, so, so real quick, let's get out of business real quick. We have a super-duper special interview tonight. Um, but before we do that, if this is the first time you're listening, you're po- quite possibly a fan of the gentleman we have on the phone tonight. You better be. Uh, you be exactly. You better be. You better be. <laughs> uh, uh, or, you know, maybe you're, you're, uh, you're already a listener and you tune in anyway, every week. Uh, regardless... Uh, thank you. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, we, we drop twice a week on Tuesdays. It's a mixed show. 
uh, latest and greatest hip hop cut up by my cut up by myself, me and Meeks hosting, just talking shit, mm-hmm. drinking hundred proof, having a good time. And then on Thursdays, we have an interview session with an MC, DJ, producer, A and R, behind the scenes somebody or what whatever, you know, just you know, people that we fuck with really. So no doubt. make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, Mixcloud, Stitcher Radio, uh, Apple Podcasts. We're on YouTube now. Uh, we're trying to get some shit popping on Spotify, no so we're doubt. just trying to you know land and expand here uh, in, in in the in the in the last bit of 2018. And we have Trendy. a number of affiliates as well, Meeks. Yeah, shouts out to X Squad Radio. Shouts out to my man Keesey on making that happen. ATLHipHop.com, IronClassicRawRadio.net, Return of the Boom Bat Radio, WRBB, all of those in Atlanta, and then we venture out to the West Coast with uh, my man X Row. Soul Public Radio out west. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. All right. Well, hey, homie, mate, I don't know if our little do? pod, I don't know if our little podcast is worthy of of, of what the, we're about of, to do of right of now. Who we talking to tonight? Uh, <laughs> outside of Sean Price, this has got to be the most prestigious individual yeah, that I we've talked to. I uh, I think it is. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of funny you say that too because they're both from Brooklyn. Well, I'm about to, so, I mean, we about to touch on all kinds of shit. House, hip hop, <laughs> Latin, jazz, funk and soul, reggae, alternative pop, broken beats, um, polka music, maybe. I don't know. I mean, this guy, man, this guy runs the game, man. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what? the one and only Kenny, Kenny Dope. Dope. Wow. What's up? What's up? What's up? The name How says it all. Man? <laughs> oh, dude. Kenny, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm chilling. What's the deal? What's up, fellas? What what chilling, uh man. what what uh place around the world did you are you calling in from tonight? Are you actually in your own home? I'm or? actually Yeah, I'm actually at the crib. I, you got that tone, you got yeah. the home tone of voice popping off right now. Like you you on your <laughs> favorite couch with your favorite pillow and all types of shit. <laughs> Actually, yeah, man. I'm actually laying on the couch. Man. <laughs> that's 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 what that's what's happening. I right know here. that sound, man. Where you coming from? Well, now nah, actually, I was I've been home for a week and a half. Okay, um, it was my triplets' birthday um, two days triplets. ago, so Damn. we actually took them up to Kalahari. So we just got back um, a couple hours ago. Okay, um, from from an indoor water park in Pennsylvania. All right, Dope. and um, everybody sleeps, so I'm just yeah. saying. How old so are they, Kenny? You know. Hello. How old are they? Four. Oh, just man. Four. Oh, good God, my man. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been the last five years have been crazy. You know man, I mean? God but bless you, it's man. It's so good. <laughs> Thank you, bro. <laughs> Homie, we ought, we ought to feel like straight assholes right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ken, Kenny, we were doing li- we were doing a little bit of complaining before you got onto the phone with us. We we have no room when when the, when you got nah, triples, my brother. <laughs> hey man, I'm 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 I got a big juggling act right now. <laughs> big time, big you time. Know, between, between between the traveling and then you know. Personal stuff, family time. Hell like, yeah, it's a it's lot. Crazy trying to make trying to make records. It's just yeah. It's just it's it's crazy right now. But and the only thing it, crazy we, we actually, that. Wait, it's a, it's in a better rhythm right now though. You know, the okay. first two years was just chaos. You know? I believe it. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. So and it's funny. A lot of people just can't wrap their heads around that shit, man. But you're talking to two dudes right now that feel your pain. So. <laughs> We 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 we, 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 with, we with you, man. We wish you the best, man, for sure. 
<laughs> nah, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to hear nobody complaining about one kid. Nah, you know what I mean? not at all. Three. <laughs> You'd be like, man, shut up. You know? <laughs> Word. Yeah. Yeah. Word. So, uh, so Kenny, uh, we, we connected with you mm-hmm. through the one and only Rashid Chappelle. Shout out to Rashid. And, uh, you know, I, I fanned out no a little, doubt. I fanned out a little bit actually when you reshared, uh, I guess a video of me cutting up one of the joints from first brick. I can't remember what it was, but, uh, you know, thank, right. thank you for the, thank you for the love, man. I appreciate it. It really means a lot to me. Oh man. Come on, man. You, you, uh, you playing the joints, you supporting us. We got to support you back. So that's how it is. You yes, know, sir. that's how that goes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, so Kenny, tell us how things are going with First Brick. It's been out a couple weeks now. Like, what's the response been like? Things, things looking good for you guys? Yeah, everything's been great. You know, what I mean, um, uh, a lot of the feedback. You know, actually, all the feedback's been very positive. You know, what I mean, um, it took a minute. You know, we're kind of in between projects, mm-hmm. and we kind of just decided to 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 do like a ten cut joint to to get it out you know what i mean and then it's like you know i was just doing what we do he was just doing what he does and and i just wanted to make a, a you know great street record and and the reception has been been crazy so now we're just going to do some adapting to it mm-hmm. and 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 expand on it just on this project now because it's just like it's, it's pretty crazy so we got some things coming you know nice so all right yeah we yeah. we we uh i think I think me and the homie both agree. Rashid is is next up, man. Uh, and you know we got to see it up close and personal at the A three C festival. He got on the mm-hmm. stage with every artist we had on the bill. He did <laughs> <laughs> just about. <Okay. laughs> he, he had a verse with everybody, and I'm just like, dude, I didn't even know this was going down like this. Yeah. Like, so shouts out to Rashid. And actually, yeah, actually, and actually, it was crazy because he came back and he told me about it. He was like, yo, man, like. I did my thing, and then it's like everybody just started calling me up. So I was just like, "Fuck it, let me just go <laughs> rock with him." And yeah. you know, some of the dudes he knew, some of the dudes he didn't know. Whatever, yeah. and, and it was just like, "Hey, man, that's what it is." You yeah. know, and he's just the all around great dude, no doubt. And and it's crazy, it's crazy because when I first heard him um, on some demos, like probably I think in like '07. Mm-hmm. Um, I just heard, you know, I heard his lyrics and I heard his, you know, just just his tone. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this is the kid that I've been waiting to work with for a exactly. long time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I picked you know, up on that growing too. Up, growing up, growing up in Brooklyn, it's just like everything was crew-based and everything was like you had your MC, you had your crew, you had your DJ. And back back when I started, it was hard to find that person that you wanted to rock with, you know what I mean? Mm. And um, I kind of, I kind of held back, you know, all these years. You know, I've worked, I've done things here and there, oh, sporadically, yeah. but, but um, on the hip hop side. But this is, this is, this is where, this is the thing that I always wanted to do. You That's know what I'm saying? Really focus on that. So, yeah. Kenny, you, you really, really just could not find that person or that somebody to work with for that long, huh? Like as long as you've been in the game, it's, it, it took you a while, huh? Yeah, it's just like, you know, you either find people and and they're nice, but then they get locked up. Dang. Then you find somebody, then you find somebody, and, you know, their work ethic is not there. You know what I'm saying? It's Dang. just like, so it's it's a it's a mixture of a lot of different things that has gone on throughout the years, you know, and um, 
it, it's just it's just one of those things that that just happened. You know, I would probably say in, in those like I said, oh seven oh eight. Crazy is is when we connected, and then we did the first album, the Future Before Nostalgia, and then um, we started working ever. You know, we've been working ever since. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and we got a lot of joints like in the bag. You know, ready to come like some really crazy stuff. So that's what's really up. Looking forward to finishing that stuff and getting that out. You know, dope. Well, yo, we talked about it before on the show, but uh, we initially got familiar. Um, mm-hmm. Why well, I initially got familiar with a post from uh, Easy Mo B for the uh, my right, epic, that's what I mean, yeah. yeah, my epic mm-hmm. uh, video, and um, mm-hmm. I picked up on it immediately, man. His tone, uh, his storytelling, the way he presents. Uh, what he's talking mm-hmm. about, it's it's right there. You know what I mean. So I can mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. how that how how you gravitated to that. It's it was just it was just awesome to see, man. Just awesome to see like that. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. That's what's up. So mm-hmm. so so Kenny is is brick and, now brick and mortar was was the the project that was originally supposed to follow Future before Nostalgia, right? Or it, that, it, that's good. that's 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 actually that's absolutely correct. Okay, that's the next album. Man. And then it's just like, you know, we we did a little interlude joint and it ended up to be first brick, you know what I'm saying? And we put a few songs together and then it was like, you know what, let's keep it short and sweet mm. and, and, and let's do it that way, you know what I mean? And, and that's what we did pretty much. So so brick and mortar, is you're going to go back and retool that now or just expand on it or... Like, did you have a lot of joints done for Man, that already? Well, 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 pretty much we're probably going to have to go into a few songs because the topics are kind of like they're going to be out of for what, you know, whatever the, 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 the things that were happening, you know, uh, yeah. with the Michael Brown gotcha. thing and, and certain shootings gotcha. and certain politics. And so that's got to get brushed up, you know what I'm saying? Because okay. you're not going to put something out that's, you know, two years or three Dated. years yeah. out of the pocket, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So. You know, um, but primarily everything else is pretty much timeless okay. when it comes to the other songs. But there's a few joints that, you know, like I said, it w- was just relating to what was going on. You know, the country's just been in chaos for for a minute now, and, yeah. and while we while we've been recording, so we kind of talking about that stuff as well in these records. So, but like I said, is that that's that's not that drastic you know yeah. what i'm saying like but the skeleton is there is there like, already you know, we got That's yeah up. pretty much you know i would say probably 85 to 88 percent is done that's not bad and then the, we just gotta go we just gotta go in and like i said you know we cut certain joints and and, and that's about it but pretty much everything's mixed because yeah. it was it was due to to come out but like i said me with the family, the babies, everything just yeah. kind of just been, it's been hard to kind of finish things, you know what I'm saying? So Okay. Well, that kind of leads into my yeah. next question, Kenny. Like, can you talk mm-hmm. about the uh, the seven years between, you know, 2011, 2018? Is is that pretty much what, what we're talking about, like family life and other business ventures yeah, and things like yeah, that? Yeah. yeah, you know, it's, it, it's, it's, what happens is, you know, as we were recording, there was things that, were coming to fruition that to me were like third, fourth album kind of songs. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. like they were, they were good and great. But to me, it was like, you know what? These records will work better when people know who he is. 
opposed wow. to just putting these things out because they were just on a whole other level. Dang. You know what I mean? And me just being in the business and being, you know, coming up as a record buyer and, and producing records and DJing records and, you know, traveling the world, like I can see these things and, you know, sometimes the artist can get frustrated because it's just like, yo, how many joints are we going to do? But it's just like, <laughs> dude, like these records are too good. Like, you know, and it's just like, you just, they ain't going to get it right now. So we need to get you with, you know, we create your fan base and, 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 you know, we get your followers up yeah. and people into you. And then we drop that shit because the records are, uh, like I said, they're timeless. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and so though that took a lot, you know, that, that took some time. We kept recording, kept recording. And then, you know, the scheduling just to travel. And then, then, um, you know, we found out we were going to have the babies and stuff. So that took a turn and, you know, just adapting to that whole situation. and, And, you know, like I said, the family stuff and, you know, um, there's just not enough hours in a day. You yeah. know what I mean? It was just like, it was tough. Like, I ain't going to front. Like, and I'm a workhorse. Yeah. But, you know, it's <laughs> like, heard. you know, if, if I'm, if I'm overseas and, and I'm coming home and, you know, you've got like two days and then you're back and forth, like this year alone yeah. has been completely retarded. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, Cause I didn't want to miss nothing at home. You know what I mean? So I was just doing dates on the weekends mm-hmm. and coming home. So I was home for two, three days, then going right back to Europe, That's what's going up. back to France, wow. going back to Germany, going back to London, going to Asia, going, you know, wherever, going back to a visa. I went to a visa like 18 times this summer, like literally, <laughs> God, like, back and back. like I'm not even lying, like back and forth, like I had 18 shows this summer. God so it's like you know shit. you don't you don't want to miss nothing because they're growing, and it's just like you you got to get things done. But like, you got to you know provide too. So, that's the that's the other side of it. You gotta you gotta provide. What was that? I say you gotta provide too. So I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. the work got to yeah, be done. Know. Yeah. So so it was it was a mixture of of a lot of different things. You know, okay. he was going through personal stuff too. Like so, that timer was off, but um, you know we we here, so yeah, better to get busy. That's you know all that saying? matters, man, for sure. Yeah, it it takes a lot for, to yeah. to keep that focus. You know Hell what I mean? Yeah. Rashi was mentioning the same thing when we interviewed him a couple of weeks ago, Kenny. That you know mm-hmm. took took a lot of tenacity on both y'all's parts to just see it through and you know mm-hmm. get this joint done. And it and it and, it, and it's crazy because. There's so many things that have changed from that first point. You know what I mean? Like beat wise and just the the sound people, things of people that are rapping to. But I'm just like, look, we're just going for the juggler. We're just doing what we mm-hmm. do. Um, you know, I want to just give, do just do hip hop. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really concerned with what everybody else is doing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, we just want to make great records. And I, I feel that it's missing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For being mm-hmm. a, a head, being a, uh, you know, like I said, a DJ and just being a fan of music, of this music. Um, it's just, it's just everybody's kind of, the focus has just gone in so many different directions. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, you know, we got somebody that, that can rock over these beats and why not do it? You know Yo, I mean? Kenny, I'm going to tell you, man, you, you got a sound that, 
is so needed right now. It's like uh, I don't I don't even know how to explain. I it, know man. what it uh, is. It's balls back in the music. Man, music I mean, has balls, yeah, man. I mean, sonically, yeah, topically, everything. Yeah, the the masculinity is there. <laughs> And um, and I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. It's like uh, it, it's it's almost like the joints. They remind you of something you've heard before, but it's just totally different. You know what I mean? And I'm just I'm just talking mm-hmm. about I'm just talking about the backscape, the beat, the beat, the production. Right. Man, that production right. is everything. And then you put Rashid over top of that, and Shoot. and it's magic. You know what I mean? Right. So, man, salute to y'all, man. For real. Oh, thank you, man. But yeah. you know, it, you know, I I come from the days when, you know, one producer made an album, yeah, you know, or produced an album. You know, I came up in that, you know, in the eighties, and, and yeah. you know, and and in the nineties, you know, so so it's like, and the the producer gives you direction, and the producer goes in different pockets, and and goes in different tempos, and mm-hmm. goes into different mood swings, and that's what brings the lyrics out and that's what brings those songs out. No doubt. You know, not, I'm not going to front like a lot of the stuff out here today. It's like a big compilation album. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you got like, if you got 12, 15 joints, it's the same record. It's yeah. 15 of the same record. You know what I'm saying? The same tempo, the same everything. And it's just like, we're missing, you know, and I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to say we're missing because we do have Alchemist that does you know, a whole album. We have Madlib who does right. a whole album. We have uh, several producers, you know, um, who will do get behind an artist and do a whole album. But we need more of that because of the vision. You know what I'm saying? We need we need the 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 cadences. We need the different pockets, yeah. and that's and we need to tell a story and a concept. You know what I mean? And and that's what hip hop is, and it's been missing for so long. And I guess you know the way of recording has changed because you know big time yeah you know yeah. what some somebody's in LA and I need a verse I need some bar all right you'll send me the shit but the interacting and the, the being in the studio together is totally different you know what I'm saying when we did the the Kingsman record fame came in and that's how uh, we used to do records yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying yeah. I'm in the studio write your shit that shit makes a difference record it. And it's and it's a vibe. Yeah, it's it's so different. You know what I mean? And that's what I come from. You know, not this. Oh, send me the send me these bars and put it in yeah. <clears throat> where there's no interaction. And you know, yeah. So we're looking at doing more of that because that's 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 the way it's supposed to be done. So you so know? so Kenny, you mentioned the, the kind of the shift in technology over the years, and that was perfect because I was actually mm-hmm. going to ask you a, a, a somewhat a related question. How have things changed mm-hmm. for you technology-wise from a production standpoint? Or you know, maybe I'm still I'm still I'm still the same animal. I still think the same. Okay. <laughs> but it what is what it what is done what is done for me is I'm able to create on the plane now because you know I don't have to wait till I come home right to uh to 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 chop up some stuff or do some things. You know what I mean? So now my process is a little different. So what I do is I you know. I'll go through 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 periods and pockets where I record a lot of music. You know what I'm saying? I record my soundtracks, I record I go through different soul stuff or funk or whatever. And then I make folders. And then when it's time like when I get on the plane and I got, you know, seven to ten hours to kill, because I'm on a flight to Japan or something, I just get busy and I just do stuff. So I'm able to keep 
on that side, that's where the technology is great. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But, you know, and then, you know, now, obviously, in my laptop, you know, you, you can have, you know, pretty much like a half a million to a million dollars worth of equipment, you know, of, of stuff, <laughs> yeah. or plugins yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I started, you needed to be in a full studio. Right. Yeah, you needed to be in a studio you know, to cost and, millions of dollars, not have millions of mean? dollars. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> But but right. you know what? What's crazy is even though I'm on the planes and doing the stuff, when I get back, you know, it goes into you know Pro Tools or whatever. And when we do the vinyl, which is is so key right now, because a lot of the stuff that these guys are putting out, these vinyl records sound like digital. Oh, it sounds like shit because they're not they're not mastering for vinyl. You know what I mean? So yeah. so our process is. Even though it's digital and we recorded in Pro Tools or whatever the case may be, when that when that mix down is getting mixed, it's getting mixed to tape and it's being mastered from tape. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and and when you play that vinyl, it's like a record. It's like you, you already know what it is. Nineties, right? It's, Hell it's yeah, what it is, and that's the way it's supposed to be. Hell yeah, you know, because I I just feel like the consumers and the fans are getting cheated right now because a lot of people don't know the process. <laughs> of of how this was done, you know what I'm saying, and how to do it. You know what I mean? Because, um, like I said, you get some of these 45s and some of these 12 inches and albums, and it sounds like you're playing CDs. Yeah, right. You know what yeah. I mean? And I'm just like, ugh. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I know. So, but now we could talk about technology shit all day. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, all I want to nah, say about technology is, Kenny, please don't lose that laptop, whatever you do. <laughs> Guard that nah, motherfucker with your nah. life, homie. <laughs> nah, nah. You know, it's 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 like I said that you know stuff's on drives and yeah and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, man. You know, and back to the first initial question, it's just like I like I want you know I'm doing joints that I want to hear. You know what I mean? And how I want to hear it. I want to hear them joints back in the. And, you know, I want to hear those melodies coming through. I want the lyrics to be there. Yeah. Those hooks to be there. I'm just kind of making music that I want to hear. You know That's what I'm saying? Up. That's important. And um, I always keep I always keep that in the back of my head when, we, when we're doing this stuff, you know? Dope. So, Yo, Kenny, do me a favor, man. I'm originally mm-hmm. from Memphis, Tennessee. The homie John Get Doe. Get out of here. Yeah, the, uh, homie, the homie John Doe is from Glasgow, Kentucky. The, the sticks. Okay. Yeah, we fell in. We <laughs> fell in the to fell in love with hip hop and music in general in our you know mm-hmm. prospective hometowns. Right. What I need you for do, to do for me right now, being from mm-hmm. Brooklyn, being Puerto Rican, paint a picture for us of uh, you DJing a hood block party in nineteen eighty five. I've 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 seen footage sparingly. But you were uh, there. I I I would like to hear, like, damn near in real time, what that shit was like, man. What's crazy is is that you know eighty five was fifteen. You know what I'm saying? So that's 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 when when all that stuff was popping. Um, what the craziest thing is being in a neighborhood that you're surrounded by all different types of people. You know what I'm saying? So Sunset Park, you're in you're in Brooklyn. To the right of you got Italian that are listening to high energy 
whatever disco mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You got on top of you, you have Jewish people and Chinese people. And then to the left of you, you got Jamaicans and African-Americans, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and then you got us in the middle that played Latin music and played soul and, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That, that alone, being growing up in New York, you know, um, definitely instilled something really, really retarded in me because I was surrounded by all these different types of people, all these different types of foods, all this different type of music. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And and when I first got the job at the record store, I had to sell this music. And when I first tried to get the job and I was just like, look, you know, I want to work or whatever. He was like, look, you know, if you want to work here, you need to learn about all this music. Not thinking that by him just telling me that and, and working in that store, I learned about rock stuff. I le- and, and later on, started learning about breaks and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And the soul and the jazz and the funk came from all that. You know, but it was just New York is a melting pot. You know what I mean? No and then, you know, so 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 the second part with, with the block parties, you know, the whole block party thing started because in the hood, you know, they would go and, and get, you know, signatures from, from all the parents on the block and to close the block off. Uh, you know what I mean? So okay. they went to the local police station and, and they got the, the, the permit. Yeah. And then you were able to, you were able to close the block. So then they used to go, the association used to go and get, you know, parents, to, you know, give five or $10 each, you know, whatever. And then they would go and get some rides and, hire a DJ or whatever the case may be. Or if they couldn't get a DJ, that's when people brought out their set. So that's how that whole thing started, you know, like in the seventies and eighties. And that was, that was, we used to look forward to that, you know, twice, twice in the summer. Oh, you know, it's hot. Pump is open. That was our pool. That was our beach. That was our, you know, that was our party. You know what I'm saying? And and you got to realize like being in Brooklyn, like, I had dudes that never went into New York City from the block. That's all they knew Man, was the block. Was the that block. was it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so when I started traveling and going out and dudes was just like, yo, you going there, bro? And, and I'm just like, look, man, I motherfuckers got to just get the fuck up out of here. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, no, right? Just, just, nah, you know, because, you know, <laughs> That's it's, real. It's, it's, just a, it's just a creature of habit, you know what I mean? Because you got the brother, the father, you know, did his street shit, you know, dealt their drugs, and that's that's all they knew. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They didn't know nothing else. They yeah. just they just that's what that's all they did. You know what I mean? And it was just like, look, man, there's a big world out there. Like, so they used to bug out on my stories coming back. You know what I mean? Believe. But um, it it was a it was that was that was our out. You know what I mean? Um, we wasn't you know, and that's something else. Like talking about that, like. When I started, when I was traveling to Europe, you know, the families in Europe are accustomed. You see kids, you know, a couple with their one-year-old baby traveling, two, Mm. three, four, five-year-olds traveling. Like, we wasn't brought up like that. Our families didn't have money to go on these vacations like that. Man, we were just kind of talking about that, yeah. So we we went to Coney Island. We went to Manhattan Beach. 
that was that was our vacation. Still you know, on the block the for the day, <laughs> and, and and dudes and dudes, other dudes were just on the block. Yeah, and then they would look forward to that to those two, like I said, those two block parties a year. Yeah, and that was it, and that's where you heard the music, and that's where it just it was just um that's that's how that whole thing started, and that's how it was. Nice. Ken, no. Kenny, I have a question for you because I mean your your career and your mm-hmm. story. Goddamn, we could talk to you for hours upon end. But the question I have for you that mm-hmm. I like to ask folks is: When did you realize you had something? You kind of had this thing figured out, and you can make a go at this. Like, was it a a particular night when you were DJing, or was it you know meeting this person, or like when did you think this thing was nah, going to pan well, out for you? <clears throat> Yeah, well, pretty much, you know, like like I said, I had <clears throat> I had my crew. They were much older than me. These dudes were doing their thing, and they always was like, "Look, you know, you're not us. You're a good kid. You know, focus on the music. You know what I'm saying? And you don't need to be up here. You know what I mean? And 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 that kept me focused and kept me grounded. You know what I mean? So so what I would do is. I would just do tracks and do beats and, and, and got into that. But the other thing was like, I hated school. Like mm. I just like, and I was, and I was passing school with no problem, but I hated school so much because every day I was going to school and it was a fight every day. I went to, to, uh, to a school that was primarily all white Italian and they used to fuck with, the black kids and the Puerto Rican kids yeah. every fucking day. Yeah. Every day was just a war. So I got to the point, like I went through high school all the way to the 12th grade. Dude, do you know that I dropped out with four credits that I needed? Wow. And they were all gym classes. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? But, hold, but, but, hold up, but, Kenny. But, hold up, Kenny. But, why, why you, yeah. what, what you have against PE, man? <laughs> Nah, nah. I would. Just, I just never made it to my gym <laughs> in the first fucking period. Cutting class. You know oh, you saying? never just made it. So just you late. were late. Just late. <laughs> nah, I wasn't late. I just didn't want to be fucking twenty. What a go in that motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hell so, yeah. But 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 truth be told, like I just got tired of fighting every day. Yo, my man's was like, we used to carry hammers in our bag. Like it was just like. And I'm not talking about guns. I'm talking about nah, hammers. Yeah, like you know what I mean. I appreciate like, like, that. It was just, it was just fucking crazy. And the, you know, there was one huge fight, and that was it. I, I left. I never went back. And I was like, you know what? I was like, look, I'm not going back to school. I'm not going to college. I'm doing music. She was like, what? Wow. <laughs> and I'm, just, like, I'm doing music. And I said, I promise you, I'm doing music. And and that was it. And and that I made up my mind, and, and that was it. And, and I went full blast, and I just awesome. kept chipping away at it. You awesome. know what I mean? Till I till I did what I did. Awesome, Damn, that's hell. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. I ain't mad at you. That's, that's, that's the realest no. shit ever, man. Yo, I, I got I got a, I got well, a I got an ill story. I got I got to tell real quick to kind of piggyback off of uh, Kenny's story about being a record buyer. Yeah. So, because mm-hmm. I've been I've been thinking all weekend about this interview and and what I was going to ask you and what I was going to talk to you about. And um, 
Mm-hmm. I specifically remember, so so to give you a little, uh, I guess, perspective, Kenny, I gradu- graduated from high school in 95. I graduated from college oh, cool. in, in 99, okay? So <clears throat> when mm-hmm. I was in when I was in college, I did, you know, I did college radio for, I don't know, f- four years and some years after that. And I was, I, I'm one of the few people in the, in the world who are lucky enough to have a job at a record store because record stores barely exist now, unfortunately. But I did work at, I worked at a music land, right? In the mall. And so, um, you know, I, I was in there like, you know, always trying to put people up on some different shit. And um, there were there were two records during my college career and during my time at Musicland because Musicland turned into Sam Goody and then Sam Goody shut down and I lost my job, my part time job at the music at the record store. But anyway, there were two records that I was that I put people on through my tenure there. And one of them was okay. D, one of them was DJ Shadows introducing. And the other one right. was uh, the joint you did, the New York and Soul joint. Mm. And man, it, right. it's incredible, man. I mean, you got to, you, you know, just to paint this picture for you, I, I went to, I also went to college in this little small town, right in the middle of nowhere, Kentucky. And I can't tell you how many copies of introducing right. in New York and Soul I sold <laughs> in probably the wow. t- two and a half to three year time frame that I was at Musicland, man. That's so, crazy. Hey, I was putting it on for you, dude. That's I was putting crazy. it on for you in the middle of Kentucky, Kenny. I promise. Kenny, send him, send him a plaque, man. Send him a plaque. He <laughs> need a plaque. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's what's up, man. That was a great record, dude. Where are you from? A uh, small town called Glasgow. It's it's a it's a ninety miles north of Nashville. It's just between Nashville and Louisville. Oh wow! You familiar with Lexington? I'm very oh, familiar yeah. with Lexington. Yes. You know Manzel Manzel Bush is from Lexington, Kentucky. I did not know that. How did I not? You know, know the that? record. Uh, you know the uh, Midnight Theme and Space Funk. Yeah, yeah. You you did a you did an it's edit two, of two, that. Two. Yeah. Two break beat, two break beats. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's from Kentucky. Oh, yeah. I, didn't, I did not know that. Nice. You you put that on yeah, um, uh, on my homie uh, Egon's label, right? Nah, that's on a that was on a, a, a imprint called Dope Brother that we reissued. Oh, you reissued? Okay, we put out the original. Yeah, reissued the original album. Oh, the, the whole album. But now, yeah, yeah. Okay, the Manzel joint was only two singles. Right, that came out. Back in like seventy one and seventy two or something like that. That's right. Yeah. And then um we ended up doing uh, finding him and uh doing a full length because the the record never came out. So we ended up reissuing the whole album. So, so wait, did you go to Lexington, you know I mean? Kentucky? Did you visit him in Lexington? Nah, he's actually he actually we found him in DC. He was a, a retired ah. colonel. Uh, okay. You know, um, so he was in the military, so so he was down in DC, and he relocated, and and he was still down there. So we actually um, hmm. went that way. But his guitar, the original guitar player, is still there. He's still oh, there. Oh, is in Lexington. Okay, that's ill. I did not know yeah. that. Oh. That's one of your passions, Kenny. Talk a little, Are you still doing a lot of uh, kind of reissue and doing edits and you know things like that on KD? Yeah, like I said, like said, like I said, this year has, I pretty much, besides Rashid, much took off the whole year because it was just like I was just on the road, you know what I mean? But yeah. now we got um we got a gang of things in store with the reissues and new stuff and forty fives coming and box sets and all kinds of things, you know, brewing for for the end of the year to to two thousand nineteen. 
Okay, um, but yeah, yeah, there's there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. But I I just wanted to touch on something real quick because you were just talking about New York. So um, pretty much, you know, that I don't know if you're familiar how that project came about, but it basically was me and Louis wanted to do a record, um, basically paying homage to all our heroes of, of music that we were into yeah. and styles that we were into. That's mm-hmm. why that, that, that record's in so many different pockets. You yeah. know, you got your land stuff, you got your soul, you got your, you know, the disco stuff, you know, the broken beat, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's basically what that was. And then, you know, nobody would, nobody understood the concept. No labels wanted to take it. So what we did was we ended up starting the project, recording it, and then we started bringing in guests and then we shopped it at the end when it was done. Uh-huh. And then, uh, yeah, pretty much the rest is history. Nice. You know, we're talking about Louis Vega, right? Kenny, just to be just to be clear. Yeah. Little, right. little, now there's two Louis Vegas. So little Louis Vega was the other half of me with, with Masters at Work. There's yeah. Louis Vega who did like work with Forty Five King, Queen Latifah. Okay. And that's a that's at the end flavor unit. And that's a different Louis Vega. That's Louis Fat Cat Vega. Gotcha. So they get them confused all the time. Okay. <laughs> you know Glad what I mean? I um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up. So, uh, so Kenny, anybody ever sampled your guys' version of Nautilus? Um, and not, 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 uh, not grab Bob's uh, joint. I don't think so. No. Actually. Okay. I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, I actually was listening to the album over the weekend, and I was just wondering. I was like, oh, I wonder if anybody went back and like you know grab that, grab that instead of grabbing the original. I don't know. Just to maybe it's easier. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, he's he's kind of funny though, Bob James. <laughs> yeah, he's a funny, he's a funny dude. He's yeah. a funny dude. <laughs> and 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 let me tell you, I love them two albums. Like like. I could listen to those, the, the, especially Bob James one. Like I could yeah. listen to that shit over and over and over, and and just to hear like every other bar is a different record, you know, and how yeah. it influenced so many people and so many producers, so many records, and he's just, yeah, he's just, he's not a fan of the music, and it's kind of, you know, it's it's, it's kind of a letdown, you know what I mean? So mm. he's DJing now too. But, um, I saw he's, he was DJing in Japan or something like that uh, a couple weeks ago. I did see some footage about that. He looked awkward <laughs> as hell. Bob, Bob James. Who? Bob. He was not DJing. Uh, Man, he was I, behind two saw. turntables, looking awkward as hell. I'll shoot you the link. I'll, I'll shoot you the. I'll shoot you <laughs> nah, the video, Kenny. Nah, I don't even play around. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny, I'm not. I would not make this up. This is not something I would joke yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. You need to send me that. I, I would, <laughs> I'll send it to you. I hope it's fake. Honestly, I mean, but I, I don't it know. Didn't look fake, I, dude. I thought the same exact thing. I mean, I looked at that video probably 150 times trying to figure out, like, is this really that dude? Like, there's no way. That was that was that dude. Nah. Uh, nah. After so much, after so much stuff that he's talked about, DJs and producers, like, right? And, and if he and he if he's actually doing that, that's crazy. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. You know. Yep. For so. sure. Kenny, what do you look for when you go to the record store these days, man? I can't imagine what your collection looks like. Like, what are you looking for right now? Co- collection, collection is deep, and 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 but. We're, we're students, man. We're students of this music, and yeah. every day you learn about something new. 
Yeah. And and I'm not one of them dudes that sits here and say, "Oh, yo, I got everything." Nah. Right. Like, let's 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 be real. Like, you know, from look at all the years from '60 all the way up, 1960 all the way up. Yeah. Can just can you think about how much stuff was has been recorded in all these years? I know. Let's say from '60. Let's say from '60 to '74 alone. Let's just take those years. Stop. And let's just, and let's break let's let's break nah, down the genres. You know no, what I'm saying? And then, and then you start going into countries. Yeah. Like there's just so much music, and I, I I'm just I just love good songs. Like you know, when I first started, I was just looking for breaks and sure. stuff like that. But that's just a natural introduction to it. Yeah, but sure. now it's about finding good records and good songs and, you know, records that you could play the whole song and, and, and play out and, and teach people, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, right. and I'm just, I just love to hear something that I, I've never heard before. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it could be Indian stuff. It could be, you know, prog rock, which I'm, I'm all over, you know, I love yeah. that stuff. You know, I, mean? yeah. I love, I love fuzz guitars. Um, you know, mm. I'm just, I'm, I love black rock music mm-hmm. actually too, because it's, it's just like a soulful influence, yeah. you know, the Hendrix stuff and, yeah. and, you know, group, group, groups like black murder, which is like crazy. You know what I mean? Like just, um, Lee Moses. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar, but if you're not, you, you should definitely check those, Kenny, I don't know why night. I don't know why John asked you that, man. He got half of this shit you talking about, man. Like I don't even I don't even I don't even I don't even know, man. Like like this dude right here, forget about it, man. This dude I don't have that. Man, this dude is a wild boy, I'm telling you. On these records and shit. No, it's a smidge. It's a it's a smidge compared to this guy right now. Yo, he's gonna be able to send his kids to college off his record collection. I'm telling you. All four of them. That's not true. No, and and have some records left over. (laughs) Yeah, but the way you gotta look at it is is those are our books. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if you if you if you were a fan of reading books, you went you know, you got a library of your crib or you went to the library Mm -hmm. and, and, and you and you read, like this is this is my library. Like that's what I go to for inspiration. Right. That's when I go. That's where I go to to you know if I if I feel a certain way and I don't feel good one day or whatever. Let me listen to that album. You know what I'm saying? Or let me listen to some records. You know, and and that's how it all sparks. You know, sometimes you might not feel like making beats or whatever, but you play some music and it just inspires you to create. That's the start. You know? So yeah. there's, there's not there's not a better library for a DJ musician or a music lover than having a great collection yeah, and yeah. having a collection of different stuff no and different things that you could dip into, you know, in, in different pockets, you know? So, very true. um, I'm always constantly learning about some, there's always, there's always, there's always going to be that record that we never heard before. Or like I said, you could, you could show me some shit. You'd be like, yo, listen to this. Mm. And you know what? Because I was a local record that you found or your pop oh, gave you or yeah. your uncle or whatever. And or your uncle played to death and you'd be like, you know what? This was a local record. You know, you got to realize that those local records were made by bands that, that just sold them at their shows. And if those those bands only went to three states or four states touring, That's a limited those, three edition, states, those yeah. records were only sold in those three states. So yeah. chances are they didn't make it to New York. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Or yeah, make it to yeah. to the tri-state. So 
that 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 in itself there's just so much still out there that to realize that I've been digging since '86 hard, mm-hmm. and Shit. and I'm still uncovering stuff. So that yeah. just shows you how much stuff has been done. You know what I mean? Hey Kenny, you mentioned a, uh, a hymn when you uh, were trying to get the job as a record buyer. Who who is that? Because is that is that your original teacher right there? Who was that? His name was Joe Gregorio. He's actually in, in the outskirts of Detroit. Like he moved to Detroit. He's in Michigan somewhere. And um, I, I still keep in touch with him. And, and you know, what's crazy is is I love that dude because he instilled some morals and, and, and instilled things in me that I still move with today. You know what I'm saying? Like, just the open mind. Just, just don't don't shut things down. And, you know, you got to learn about, don't, you know, like I, like we were just talking about, like how you don't know everything. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's that that's one turn off for me when somebody comes and they they give you that energy that they know it all. Because I'm like, dude, I'm forty eight. I'm still learning. I'm still trying to learn. I'm still mm-hmm. uncovering shit. I'm still studying. I'm still you know what I mean? So it's like don't don't give me that, don't feed off that energy. So but yeah, he 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 was dope, man. Like he just taught me, you know, just from being at the store you learn the business side of things, you know what I'm saying? How yeah. just records coming in and just being, you know, just being in the, in, in the business environment, you know, which I didn't have anybody, my family that ran businesses or ran stores or, you know, did any of that kind of stuff. So that, that instilled, you know, having your own label, you know what I'm saying? Like all that stuff, like he was the first person, he, he actually introduced me to, he was friends with owners that own new group records. Okay. Oh. So that's how that's how that's how I had my first releases come out. You know okay. what I'm saying? Through that label. And they they actually gave me an imprint. You know, and I never forget, like uh, another person, his name is Frank Mendes. He was the first he was the guy that, that bought me my SB twelve hundred and my nine fifty. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He and that was my advance. Machines. Oh wow! Make some records. Go make some records. <laughs> That's a hell of an advance, right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And you know what? It, like everything else, like the royalties didn't matter. Like I wasn't getting paid on records and whatever. It didn't matter because you know what? He gave me my start. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was your shot. Than, yeah, than, that was your than, shot. You know, than, exactly. So we're but, talking um, about labels, yeah, Kenny. People, I'm sorry, talking about mm-hmm. talking about labels, man. Talk to us about your label, KD Records, man. <clears throat> well, pretty much, you know, that was started as as um as a reissue label because I I'm playing these forty fives out, these rare, rare records, these two thousand dollar records, these fifteen hundred dollar records, and you know, kids are coming up and they're like, Oh, what's that, what's that, what's that? And I'm like, man, this this kid is never going to be able to afford this record. Mind you, find it. So that sparked the concept of of of, of starting the imprint to reissue, to source masters and reissue, you know, these songs. Mm. And 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 that's what I started doing. And, and then you know, it it just kept going from there. And then you know, as time went on, like I said, I always wanted to do the hip hop stuff, and it was the perfect label to put it on and and that's what we did you know gotcha nice 
Hey, Kenny, I got yeah. one more question for you. So you, you mentioned Alchemist uh, earlier. Like, what other mm-hmm. producers are you fucking with these days, hey, hip hop wise? Um, I like Al because Al, like, he just he he does he does concepts. Like I was saying earlier, you know what I mean? Like he'll he'll go to Russia and he'll do a whole project on Russian breaks you know what i'm saying yeah. they'll go to mm-hmm. india and do like same kind of stuff you know and and i like that you not he's not scared to to um his to put his foot in something you know what i mean mm-hmm. and and that's we we got to do that we got to take chances and you know what people might not like it or they might like it but at the end of the day is is if people gravitate to 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 things that are organic like that yeah. you know what i'm saying and and, that's um, just got to be done i like man. his shit you know, I like this dark, it's, it's booty, it's it's a little bit of everything, you know, and plus he's done really big records and really a, a lot of underground stuff too, you know, and then he's done stuff in the middle, you know what I mean? So he's he's one that, that um that I like now and 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 keeps keeps it funky, you know what I'm saying? But but one of my biggest inspirations was Marley Marl, um mm-hmm. back when I was when I was starting because he, you know, just the way he manipulated samples and put things together and, you know, back with the juice crew back in the eighties, like yeah. that, that was, that was it for me. That's what got me, really got me into, you know, the drum program and all that kind of stuff, you know? Oh, Kenny, I got one last one. How many aliases you up to these days, man? Is it 30, 40? <laughs> what, what's the, what's the count? Well, you know, well, 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 the whole, I'll tell you the story with that though. That wasn't, because we wanted to do it, that was because you know, certain in, in, with certain labels, contractually you couldn't use a name. You know what I'm saying on mm. different. You know if you had things coming out. So, you know I learned that from Todd Terry. Like like he he would he was the he's the king of the aliases. Okay. But um, I just kind of follow his footsteps and and we would do these different projects. But then it, it led into ways like all right, well, yo, I want to flood you know, for the next four or five months, I want to flood the record store. So we're going to, I want like three or four releases every week. You know what I mean? So then you, you couldn't put out three or four records, Kenny Dope records. Right. So it was always like Kenny Dope presents the Mad Racket or uh, Kenny Dope uh, Powerhouse or the House Syndicate or it just came up with these different names. So, so you hit the record store hard and the impact was, was hard too, because it was just like, wait a minute. If they look at the production credits, like, damn, he did that too. (laughs) After a certain point, it was just like, we just kept going with it. But, but initially it was, it started as a a contractual thing, you know? Okay. Makes Um, sense. Because they wasn't, they wasn't, um allowing you to do all these, you know, different records on the different labels and stuff like that. No doubt. It makes sense. Now, Kenny, how did you guys pull that off? Because, I mean, for for you to pull off that many releases at the same time or sequentially or, like, I mean, making a record is not like, obviously, you know, throwing up an MP3, you know, on SoundCloud these days, man. Like, that takes a lot of planning to time that. You know, if you're really... you You know what it was? It was... You know, think about it. You know, I'm 18, 19, 20 years old. It's 1989, it's 1990, 91, whatever. And that's all I was doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was I was in the house, 
going to clubs at night, in the house, going to clubs at night, going to the block, going back in the basement, going to the to the avenue, going, you know what I'm saying, working at the store. Like that was that right. was the movement yeah. for like eight years straight. So I was just doing so many joints that I was just like, all right, so boom, it's time to put out this record. So then we would do like a house joint on one side and do a hip hop joint on the on the flip side. Because right. the other concept was, and this is this goes back to the store, was sales. So being around like like what I was just talking about with Joe, it's just like you learn this, the marketing side of things and the sales kind of things. Like, yo, you know what? If I could have two different types of people buy this record, that's double the sales. And at that time, you know, people had to buy two records if they wanted to cut it. That's right, number one. Right. And then number two is <laughs> if, 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 if I had a house guy buying one side and a hip hop guy buying a flip side, that was double the sales as well too. Yeah. So that was, that was the whole, the whole concept of that. You yeah, know what I mean? But, yeah. and then it, it became a point where it's just like, you know what, I'm going to put out this record. This has a certain sonic, sonic and sound to it. Okay. This record has reggae influence samples on it with hip hop or whatever. Boom. And then, it, then conceptually, you were, were doing different things to keep the ear there. Not that everything sounded the same. So pretty much like like I'm creating an album now with different styles and different pockets. I was doing the same thing when I was a kid by putting out records that were different like that too because it was just like, I'm just mm. thinking of sales. I'm thinking about the store. I'm thinking about the consumer. I'm thinking about the DJs. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Oh, these DJ tools, and that's how the the the, the beat records came about, right? Too as well, because I I used to use those as segues in my sets. Sure. So I was like, you know what? Put this shit out. Like, what? Why am I keeping it? You know what I mean? Right. And and that's how those things were. Like when I did the um, when I did the 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 Blood Vibes record, that was made for Louis. Louis at that time was playing at um at Roseland in New York and in that club he was playing freestyle music he was playing hip hop he was playing reggae and he was playing a little bit of house and he was playing breaks so I was like I need to bridge the gap and that's how I came up with that record you know what I'm saying and he used to play that he used to play that he used to that was his his transition from 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 reggae to hip hop Ah. And at that time, and that's and at that time, Tribe had came out with Benita album, so that was a big record here in New York, and that's where that that whole that whole vibe came from, nice. you know. And and One Blood was huge. Uh, oh man, Junior Reed, One Junior Blood Reed. was huge. Yeah. He as well too. Big big club record. Yeah, man. And forget it. It was over at that point. <laughs> but a lot of those things started out as transitions. Um, those sample records like that, you know, right. That's a hell of a perspective to have that young, Kenny. I mean, really. Well, you know what? And, and and the other thing is, is that there was no nothing else. I knew that I didn't want to be hanged too much because I was going to end up getting into trouble. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. a lot of my boys got into trouble. They were either, you know, they either dead now or in jail. You know what I'm saying? Half the dudes that, that I came up with. And then the other half, like, you know, they, they're out there doing, you know, working and stuff and they got normal jobs and shit like that now. But I knew that 
the street thing wasn't going to go far. You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't, that wasn't, it wasn't the way to go. And I wasn't digging the school thing. So I'm like, what else do you have? Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what else do you have? Like, I wasn't going to become a plumber. I wasn't going to be fucking doing, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, I was like, nah, like music was there. I came up on music. You know, there was music in my family. My dad played a lot of music. My uncle played a lot of music. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was just drawn to it. So I was like, this is, this is, this is it. This is, this is what I got to do. I got to figure it out. I got to make it happen. And, you know, and um, little by little, you know, I just kept working towards it. And then, you know, the styles develop, you know, and, and again, being in so many different pockets and growing up. And, and I think that's, that's, that was the, the most crucial thing is, is growing up in that melting pot with all the different types of people is it gives me all the different styles of music yeah. because I'm just seeing everybody's perspective. You know what I'm saying? And how they're living and how they're moving. And that's why, you know, and also, not for nothing, like, DJs at that time played everything. It wasn't so much that, not like now where, you know, you go to a, a reggae club, a party, and it's straight reggae. Or you go to a hip-hop party, and it's just straight trap and hip-hop. Right. Or you go to a house club, and it's a house club. They don't, and they play, they'll play everything dance, like disco, house or in classics and shit like that back then djs played across the board oh yeah they, it, that's they they just intertwined things they took chances so seeing that that's all i knew i'm like okay so we got to make you know i want to i'm I, I got an idea to make a record like this boom and i would do it got a record like this boom and i would do it you know what i mean because oh. it, there was no boundaries oh right you know what I mean? So it was just like you again back to the store, open mind, mm-hmm. open mind. Just and you and you could you, and you could touch so many different people. And then when you when you start getting, you know, these ASCAP checks and these publishing checks from the, all these countries that you can't pronounce, <laughs> you're like wow, yeah, like yeah. like nah, for real, like no, I know, like, I know, no, yeah, nah, like like you're like that record made went there and you're saying you know i just threw that out and i wasn't really i didn't really think too much of that so then that that teaches you a whole another side is it's like Man. you know what you don't know what people are gonna like yeah just put all that shit out just put it out you know what i'm saying <laughs> just make sure make sure it's it's coming from your heart and it's a thousand percent and you you, you know but but put it out that's because real. you that just don't know right you know there. what i'm saying nothing's ever nothing's ever too old yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, it's just, it's just not what it is. Wow, you know, you can't hold on to all this stuff. You just can't. You just gotta let it go. That's right. You know, so it's, it's so that's that's the mindset. You know what I mean? And and we kept it, and it's a formula, and it works. And you and and same thing when you play music and you, and you're in a club. You know, sometimes you're in a position where the promoter you you know hired you for one style, but the club is there for something else. Yeah. So right. you know, DJs now is like they're playing that set, man. Yeah, they, they stuck. got that set, and that's right. all they do. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, they stuck. Yeah. Right? They, exactly. You man. know, but uh, it's just yeah. Well, Kenny, so, 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 oh, so, so Kenny, real quick, was, was your mom happy that uh, that uh, you dropped out of high school? I guess it worked out for you, right? Hell nah. No, nah, nah, she, 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 she still, she still, still Puerto Rican mom. 
<laughs> shit. Nah, she, no, listen, listen, in the beginning, and it's funny because we, we was just, like I told you, we were just in PA, and my man that was with me, he, he, we, we touched on this real quick, and she was just like, she was, you know, like any other mother, like, you know, they want you to not be a fucking, be in the street. Yeah. They want you to go to school and, and you know, <laughs> go to college because that, that was what that's what everybody was taught you know as kids like you know this is what you got to do this is this, this is this is the routine but um when I first told her it's like she she was heartbroken man she was just like right. really and I'm like nah I'm not going back like I'm done and, and I told her I said look but this is what I'm gonna do it's like this is what my focus is and I promise you like I'm gonna get there you know what I'm saying? And and it's funny because she just said that, you know, yesterday she was like, you know, he told, he promised me and he, he did it. He did what he, what he said he was going to do. <laughs> that's how, that's, it and don't that's get one, no better and, than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's so no better than and that. And that's one of the things it's like, that's those, those, those morals are instilled in you when you, when you're going to do something and you say you're going to do it, you do it. You, you knock do it out. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No matter what it takes, you just got to get it done. Hell you yeah. know? And, and, and like going back to earlier, you know, yeah, there there was a, a big lapse in in years with the whole in between projects, but we got it done. And and I think you know things happen for a reason sometimes. And, Definitely. And sometimes we don't know why these things happen, you know. And and maybe if we would have dropped something in 2012 or 2013, the timing wouldn't have been right. And it, you know, people in the game in the time of day, and and that would that would have been it from there. You know, that that's it after right. that. You know yeah. how it is when people just shut down and it's oh, just yeah. like, nah, fuck that. We ain't fucking with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe this is, you know, for for the reaction and everything, you know, maybe this is meant to happen the way it's supposed to happen. Absolutely. I don't fucking know. But it's just, you know, it's just one of those things that you just got to move with it and just keep rocking from now. You know, I think the, the biggest, the biggest hurdle in my life was, you know, these last three years out of everything I've ever done. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it was a big transition. Like, you know, you have three little people that, that you got to attend to and you're like, how do you deal with it? Like, how do you, how, how you deal with not one being slighted or one not getting the attention? Like, yeah. so it was a big, it was a big fucking, um, how you say it? Like, a. a adapting to it you know what i mean well like, it's, I a, have, it's a big job before it's like, a I big got, yeah it's a big you job you gotta you gotta wrap your head around one not to mention you know we talking about triplets man i i couldn't yeah. i couldn't man i i i'm gonna tell you right now i got three daughters two grandkids all right i i mm-hmm. and there's a gap between my two younger daughters to my oldest and it's just like right. you know i had one at a time and that's that's a major shift in your life. So I could just imagine, like, yeah. did, y- did y'all know y'all were having triplets from like day one? Nah, nah. It was it was twins first, and then they were like, you know, third one might not make it, and you know, it was oh, just like shit. so that was a whole stressful ordeal in itself because you're, you're back and forth to the to, to, to the doctor every week yeah. and you don't know what they're going to say and oh, wow. sonograms and all that shit so that was a mind mind twisted roller coaster in itself for that whole period man ain't no way to prepare so, for so, that man 
<laughs> yeah, so so it's like so it's like that, and then you know when they're here, and then you know the world keeps moving. Yeah. So now you know I'm traveling in between that. Things got to keep going on. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's just been it's just been crazy. <laughs> well, Kenny, man, you know, we, but we I'm, appreciate I'm, you, I'm, man. I'm good, man. I'm yeah. good. I know I'm blessed. Yeah. And I'm happy that I was, you know, that we pulled through it. And, and now it's just, you know, focusing on music again. And 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 that's it. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and I got a lot to do. I feel, I still feel, I got tons of ideas. And I still feel like I have a lot to do in this business. And and going to keep going. Nice. That's it, you know? Yeah. Four, four years old is a sweet so, spot, Kenny. You, you hit the sweet spot, dude. You know? You're, what was that? What was I that? said, if they're all four right now, you're triple to four, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So you mm-hmm. hit a good spot, man. Hopefully they're all out of diapers. I mean, like four, four years old, five years old, man. That's a good spot to be in, you know? I'm sure those Nah, they're good, man. Yeah, they're all exactly. fucking potty trained. They're doing their thing. There you, you know, go. Like you in the house. house. You know what I'm saying? You in the house. Go. You know Good deal. Yeah. All right. Well, Kenny, we just scratched the surface tonight, man. <laughs> so we need you to look at your calendar so we can get you set up for part two because we ain't really, <laughs> we ain't really get all the way into it. You know what I'm saying? But man, we just appreciate your time. Thanks so for calling you, us, man. Nah, nah, definitely. So where you guys at? You in Atlanta? We in yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Right. In an undisclosed yeah, location out in the suburbs. You're, you're, what was that? You're I back. said, I said, we in an undisclosed location out in the suburbs, but we in <laughs> we in Metro Atlanta for sure. Well, I definitely want to dig in Atlanta because I've never been and heard that shit there. So, hey uh, man, area, you coming man. through, man? Holler at us, man. We got you. Yeah, we know all the spots. Yeah, we can make that happen, Kenny. You just let me know. Hell yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because I, I was like, like I said, I was going to try to get down there last week, but. <laughs> It was just too crazy, and it was impossible. I was just like, nah, I can't even do it. I was just going to actually show up yeah. and surprise them. But because um, I had a lot of people that went down, but I was just like, you know what? I just I just couldn't make it happen, so I just kind of fell back. But That's what's Can up. you imagine Definitely, what would have um, happened? Can you imagine what would have happened out now? Premier showed up. Finesse showed up. Mm-hmm. Large showed up. Nah, nah. Those are all my people. Like, yeah. So the we fire were- marshal comes in <laughs> and, and, and and like, ladies actually, and gentlemen, you know y'all ain't got to go home, but y'all got to get the fuck up out of here. T- I tell you what, Kenny, if, if you had showed up, I, I might have had to shut the show down because there was too much greatness in one room or something bad had happened in that venue. Man, we, didn't, we it, did it, not <laughs> want that. We didn't want no fingers pointing at us, man. I'm telling you, man. That shit was overload, sure. Kenny. I mean, we we ain't never, and everybody in there was like, dude, we ain't never seen no shit like this in Atlanta, man. <laughs> crazy. Wow. Crazy. Wow. That's dope. Crazy. No, but man. I think I think is a I think is a great time um for the music right now. Um the vinyl thing is is definitely on its way, on a circling back around. People are putting together not a lot of good projects and 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 packaging and it's making it fun again. It, it looks, you know, interesting on the on the merchandising side as well too. So things are things are these things are looking up for sure. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Um, and then you know you have these you know shows like yourself and different shows doing their thing and and, and showcasing music. 
which is great. You know what I mean? So so you got to keep doing that shit as well, too, you know? Nice. Kenny, you, got, you guys got a, you and Rashid got a little treat dropping on vinyl, too, with uh, what, a Ill Bill and Vinny Paz kind of something or another, right? Didn't, isn't that what Rashid told us on the interview, Meeks? I can't, I can't recall right, right at this second. Uh, he did mention something was, was dropping in the near future. Yeah. Though. You guys got vinyl yeah, dropping yeah, on first week, right? It, there's, that's 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 on its way, and then there's 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 something slick that we're actually putting together right now to to add to the first brick uh, packaging as well too. So okay, nice. As All soon right. as I get them, you, we will send them down. That's what check it out. My man. I crack um, I crack my CD as as, open um, this week. As soon as I get the master versions of whatever we're gonna do, then I send those as well too. I cracked my fr- my first brick open this week, man. I uh, salute to y'all again, man. It's thorough. Uh, the packaging is is simple, but it's thorough. And and um, again, man, we salute y'all, man. We 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 got our eye on y'all, man. And as always, anything y'all trying to break or, or whatever the case may be, man, just just get it to us, man. We'll put it on. It ain't no problem. No, that's what's up, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, Thank you. we appreciate Thank you. you. Kenny Dope. Thank you, my brother. Kenny Dope. Wow. Crazy. Have a good night. I'm here, man. We made the connection. (laughs) Yes, sir. I'm around. I'm just, like I said, I'm the message away. So whenever you guys want to chop it up, I'm here. So just let me know. That's what's up. Thank you, my man. Thank you for your time. Yes, sir. Best of you and your family. Have a great night, brothers. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace. All right, peace. All right. Dodron, hey, Dodom bombs, John Dodom bombs. Just, <laughs> hey, hey man. man, we look. are the guard. We are, we are the guard. No one else. Kenny Dope, Southern Vanguard Radio. Yeah, man, that's Meeks. Yeah, that's, that's my me. man right there. Yeah, that's yeah. my man Meeks yeah. right there. That's my, that's my big homie John <laughs> Doe over there, man. I don't fuck with nobody else, man. Quiet as hey, we kept. doing this shit, y'all. Anything else you we heard outside this. of that? With some bullshit. That's my <laughs> homie right there. DJ John Doe, Cappuccino Meeks, Southern Vanguard Woo! Radio, SouthernVanguard.com. Smithsonian Grade. Guggenheim. We are the guard. First brick out Man, now. Go get it. Base. You will not be disappointed. Go get that shit. Peace, yeah. y'all.